You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind-the-scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hi, hi, welcome to session 13. I am so freaking pumped for you guys to listen to this session, to hear Monica's huge wins and her progress and to get to see just how much this is all unfolding and how staying in the work really makes such a difference. She has two huge announcements for us um, on this episode. Both are really big and really important. One is definitely way bigger than the other, but I'm so excited for you guys to get to listen and to hear it. And I can't wait for you to dive in. I think this is a really special episode and I'm so glad I get to share it with you. Hi, hi. How's it going? Good. I've got some big news. I am so excited. I feel like you went quiet on me for the last couple days and I was like, I feel like she has something she's gonna like, (laughs) wants to share because you were like rocking it and I just could feel it. Yeah. So I got a coaching client, like a three month coaching client. Yes. I knew it. (laughs) So good. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Mm, yeah, I'm super, I'm, I'm feeling really good. And it's, um, it's funny how like easy it all felt like, and, and this is, this goes back to, you know, you calling me out and I make everything harder than it is and feeling harder than it is. And it was like, I just kind of let myself like ease into it, like just, you know, and it was like really easy and authentic and it felt great. And I'm just so excited. It's so funny because like the reason I can say like, oh, I knew that was going to happen was because you have just been in such a good place headspace wise, right? Like when we do like our check-ins and stuff like that, like the energy that you're bringing is like entirely different. And it doesn't mean that it was bad before, but I can just feel mm-hmm. how certain and grounded and kind you're being with yourself, right? Totally. And I, you know what? I owe that to happy magic, like hands down. Um, it's, it's been amazing. And it's, and it's so weird how, you know, one daily prompt and that, cause that's all it is, you know, a daily prompt that you journal on and then an affirmation and it's mm-hmm. how that builds up over, you know, I think I'm on week eight and it's, it's incredible. Like I look forward to it every day. Um, it's, it's gotten me like paired with our coaching and, and you being on top of me doing my mindset, but literally transformation. Like I feel like, and we talk about this every week where it's like, you know, the monetary transformation isn't, isn't there, but if you can just like see what's going on mentally, it has been, I feel like a different person. Like I feel amazing. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And also like the monetary transformation catches up from there, right? Like you just signed a three month client, right? (laughs) Yeah. And, and now it's kind of like, Oh, I'm just getting started. Like I am so excited. I have done so much deep work where I've seen, you know, where I was not letting myself receive the money where I, you know, felt unworthy or those fears that were coming up and like just working through that every single day. Now not having the fears and now feeling worthy and open to receive. It's it's an amazing place to be. I don't know if this is like 
totally blowing your mind or (laughs) uh, what that experience is for you. But isn't it so beautiful to see how like as soon as you get open to it, it comes in. And I think that that's what is so hard to believe when you're not in it. But now Mm -hmm. you can't like turn away from that experience, right? It's like, you did that work, there's the client, right? Like it's just, and you didn't do anything else externally. I mean, in the sense, of course, you did a challenge and you're showing up and all of that stuff is amazing. But it's like, what happened is you got ready for it. Like you were available for it, right? Yeah, exactly. So for you, are you like, okay, that like totally making that that connection or does it feel like it's only going to, um, you know, get easier from that point with that context or what's the experience for you? Um, I feel like I'm finally in a place where yeah, like it's only going to get easier, but I see how the mindset work every day where it's not like, okay, I'm good. You know, like now it's only the strategy where it's like, this is really the key for me anyways. And, you know, probably a lot of people, but it feels really good to have a routine and something in place where I'm just always, you know, I'm just confident and happy and just knowing it's going to happen instead of being pissed off that it hasn't Mm -hmm. happened. I just want to like give you so much credit too, because I think that like, you're giving everyone such a gift here because it's like, you know, everyone wants to hear like, well, what'd you do to sign that client? What'd you do? Da, 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 da. And it's like, well, they know what you did. Like you did a challenge, you showed up, you've been selling more, all that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, you're like, what I really did is I've been doing the work required of my brain to get in the place to uh, receive that. And so I think it's so cool to see because it's like, it's not magic, but it like kind of is. I mean, right. That's why we call it happy magic. Cause it's like, you got to do it every day, but if you do, it kind of is like magic, right? <laughs> you guys, I know I'm a broken record. I really do. But the daily mindset work is what makes such a freaking huge difference, right? The reason Monica is getting to celebrate this sale, having clients and really like leaning into this more is because she has made that her focus, right? I think that it is something we have hammered over and over again. And this is that when you do the mindset work, the strategy comes easier. When you get focused on the strategy, execution is easy, right? But that mindset foundation is so key. And what she has made a non-negotiable is actually doing it daily. And I want to underscore that again for the thousandth time, because that's why she's getting to sit in such an exciting experience of this result right now. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it doesn't like at the beginning, you're like, oh, like, I don't see how this is going (laughs) to be so transformative, but it's, it's that daily habit. And then it's just, it builds every day. It like builds on itself and, and just seeing, you know, there's a couple weeks there where you're going through fears. And I think the, the first time it's like, oh, you know, I can't write down 20 fears and all of a sudden I have a page full. And then (laughs) fast forward two weeks later, I can't even think of one. Like it's just, yeah, yeah. it's that daily, you know, that daily practice and just working through your shit really. Oh my gosh. I'm so proud of you. So what are we doing to celebrate this new client? 
because yeah. I remember we last time it was like, eh, we're going to hide money and not do shit. So let's not do that again. What are we going to do this time? Right. So I like, so I told Ben right away, like, and I was like, yeah. and, and this is another thing where it's so funny, like, because she was like a yes. And then I didn't get paid for a few days. And normally my mind would be like, oh, she's backing out or blah, blah, blah. But I was like celebrating all weekend knowing it's coming. And so we, we celebrated like we just like we are so happy um we went out with my daughter and just kind of like had a family thing celebrating my sale which was incredible oh my god I like need to get my shit in check over here because I'm about to cry (laughs) um because no I'm like so fucking proud of you because like that's how like that's how you know you're like a different person like a couple clients ago it was like I'm going to hide it, pretend it's not there, definitely not celebrate it, barely talk about it, barely experience it, right? And this, you're like, you didn't even pay yet. And we're like going out to dinner. We having a party. Like we're doing all the things. And then like, of course it shows up. Like it's just so fucking cool to see that level of transformation that you have let yourself go through and that you've like done the work to experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that's been coming from this is like, and I know I've talked about it before is like, I'm just, you know, an introvert. I don't really talk about things. I've been able, so like celebrating, I told my cousin right away, a few <gasps> friends, like yes! my mom, it's like, yeah, like I don't even, like, I was like, mom, you didn't even know about my coaching business. Like I haven't even told you, but like, like she does. And it's just like being able to like have these conversations that before I would just keep to myself. Oh my God. Yeah. Like it's sort of like, it's like you're acknowledging that it's a real thing. So of course you're going to talk about it. Right. Where before it was like, it almost felt like it wasn't a real thing. Right. Yeah. Like we had, we had Ben's parents out to the cabin and right away he was like, mom, like she got a sale. And I was like, yeah, like I wanted to talk about it where before when I had that, um, intensive sale, I was like, shut up. Like, don't tell her. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was like, I'm sure people are like, okay, I get it. Like, you like, you know, I'm just, I'm just so excited to talk about it. And it just, it, it feels amazing. One thing I really love here is this idea of celebrating before the payment comes and really owning your success, like telling people about it getting excited about it. This is so much part of the mindset work, but it's also part of the executional work. It's part of how you can strategically show up different too, right? So if you're celebrating before the payment comes in, you're acting like that's true. You are taking action like that's true. You're talking to the client like that's true. If you are always waiting, waiting, waiting for the result to come, for the payment to come, your actions and expression and energy will always show that. And the same is true with owning your success. If you're talking about your business and proud of it and and speaking about it often, that action translates to more results in your business. When you're trying to hide it, keep it down, not tell people about it, you show up in a similar way. All visibility feels difficult at that point. Owning your success feels challenging because you're not actively doing it, right? So this is both a mindset thing, a strategy thing, and an execution thing celebrate before the payment comes, own your success and tell people about it because it will make such a difference in your results. Oh my God. So proud of you. So good. And also like so cool. I don't know, actually, I don't know the, the specifics, but did this person come from the challenge? Was that related? Yeah. So 
Um, she was in the challenge. I didn't, um, like maybe she didn't finish. Like she definitely wasn't one of the people that was like showing up every day, all day long, but definitely communicated for the first few times during that challenge. So something that I love to see there is just like the idea that like all the stories that we create sometimes like don't matter where it's like, yeah, she like maybe was following me before the challenge. She did some of the challenge. Like she showed up like engagement's important, but it's like not always the only factor. And so I think what was so cool for you is like, I know this from, from base camp, but like you were so into that challenge. Like you brought Mm -hmm. such good energy. You were so excited about it every day. So like what didn't matter was if she finished or not. Like what mattered Mm -hmm. is that like she loved the experience that you were bringing to that and what your energy was, you know? Yeah, you're right. And so you get to just keep showing up with that, like challenge or not, like how do I bring that excitement and that energy? Like it doesn't have to be a level 10, but it's like, that's the stuff that makes people want to hire you. Right. Yeah. You're right. So good. And you're like getting like random, um, like all these random, like synchronous occurrences and people sending money and like all this crazy stuff. And it's like all your energy. Right. Well, right. And so what I had realized going through Happy Magic was that like, I really didn't feel worthy to receive money because I, you know, in a sense, and the story I was telling myself was I had a profitable business that I was unhappy in and I, and I threw it away. I didn't want it. And so it's like, well, why now? You know, so many people would kill for something like that. So why now do I deserve to, to get money? And so what I had been doing for, you know, at least a couple of weeks was like, I'm ready to receive, like I'm open, I'm worthy. I forgive myself. Like, like all of those things. And then I go and pick up mail at my office, which used to be the office of my um, my old business and it's rented out now, but I open up this card and out falls a check for $2,000. <laughs> literally wild, right? Like literally the day after, I think, I think it, we had our happy magic call and it was like, if I can just get, you know, like an extra two grand this month and literally the next day, a check for $2,000 falls on my lap. It was insane. Do you know what the piece that like blows my mind about that is which is like so beautiful just to like underscore here is like that check was already in the mail before you even said that out loud yeah that's crazy to think about right like that was already in action and then it showed up at the exact right time and I think that's such a cool gift to see which is like order more say more stuff out loud who knows what's already on its way to you you know what I mean yeah wow so good. And then another thing I just want to capitalize on, I've like really been in the this lesson recently and I just want to mm-hmm. share it because I think it's been so useful to me um, about the deserving piece, like feeling worthy to receive the money. I think that's a huge piece. And something that I've really learned a lot is that I don't get money because I deserve it. Mm-hmm. I get money because I decide I get money. Yeah. Wow. Right? Like, it's the decision, it's not the deserving. So a distinction I really want to make here is that feeling worthy is key, right? It really is important just in your life experience, right? But it's not why you get what you want. You get what you want because you decide, not because you deserve it, right? So the people that get success get success because they decided on success, not because there's some 
magical metric that's assessing if they deserve it or not. And learning this has been one of the biggest distinctions in my business and has helped me so much because it's made decision the top priority instead of having to constantly ask the question, do I deserve it? Do I deserve it? Do I deserve it? Again, worthiness work is important just in your human experience in general. And I, I'm not trying to make it um, seem like it doesn't matter, but fundamentally you get what you want in your business because you decide and not because you deserve. And when you take that mindset, it is so much easier and more motivating to decide and go after what you want instead of staying stuck and worrying about your deservingness. Right. And that has been so transformative for me because then I'm like, well, I don't have to make it about anything other than the decision. Right. And so like in that experience, you were just as deserving the day before you got the check as you were the day after. But what changed was your decision. Yeah. Right. And that's so helpful to see because then we can let go of all that bullshit that says like, I should be deserving or I should be doing things that are deserving or whatever else. Right. And it's like, I don't get stuff because I deserve it. I get stuff because I decide it. Like that's the mechanism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that feel easier when you think about it that way? It does. It really does. So I think that's something for you to just play with, which is like, it's it's so good that you've let yourself start feeling that worthiness. I think that has to be baseline for sure. But what you can start playing with now is like, cool, cool. So how do I just decide now? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Cool. All right. So... Now that we have just crushed everything and you're just on a roll, you tell me what you want to talk about, what I can help you with today. Okay. So I think one of the first things, so um, next week I do that presentation on passive income. I know we had talked about offering a free call. So I just want to talk more about that so that I'm fully prepared because we're not going to have a call until after that I do that. So you mentioned a free call. Like, is it like a discovery call? Is it around passive income? Like mm-hmm. how do I structure this? Great question. Okay. So it's, you definitely want it to be around the the next step after where you're dropping them off. And I would definitely have it be a value call that you pitch on. Okay. So wh- where are we ending the passive income conversation? Remind me. Okay, so I am doing like a presentation talking about like ideas for passive income, sharing a bit of my story, how I started. And it's really about the long game, even though I'll touch upon like some, you know, easier things. My big thing is like playing for the long run, which mm-hmm. comes from like, you know, structure and goals and and kind of taking baby steps to get you there every, you know, every year or whatever. So that's kind of the path I'm taking them through on the presentation. Okay. So we're kind of leaving them at what place? Like what's like the last piece of your talk? What's the wrap up there? Um, I don't know. I'm still putting it together. Okay. Well, that's okay. So that's just like the place we want to kind of figure out because then what's the next step. So say we leave them with like two ideas and one next step. I'm just making something up. Then the call would be on like either having you review their their idea and their next steps, or it might be on like helping formulate a game plan past those next steps. Right. Okay. Okay. Or it might be like, Hey, like, obviously you're going to play the long game here, but if you're ready to start your own business now, Mm -hmm. get on this call, right? Like you can kind of play with it, but it's like where you leave them matters because 
we want to give them the next step in the call. Does that make sense? And so if you feel like, well, let me see once I structure my presentation, you can share that with me in Basecamp and we can kind of massage that. But does that make sense? We're like, we want it to feel like really coherent, easy next step is to get on this call. Like it would be totally wildly ridiculous not to get on this call as your next smart step. Does that make sense? Okay, perfect. Yeah. Kind of like we have your whole funnel set up, right? Where it's like, you get on this one call, it would be wild not to do the intensive. From the intensive, it makes perfect sense to get into the next level, right? So we just want this to flow in almost that exact way. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, any other questions on the presentation? No, I think that's it. Oh my gosh, so exciting. And so, um, you know, from there, you want to figure out, so I get on these calls, what am I pitching next? Like, do these women need the three-month program from there? Is there an intensive I can curate that fits them specifically? Like, figure out what you're going to, what's going to be your funnel from this speaking event. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it does. Okay. So you're kind of, I mean, it, obviously it needs to be, not needs to be, obviously it can be very much in line with what you're already doing in that sense where like probably there is a visibility component that's going to be the next thing no matter what kind of income they're trying to generate passive or otherwise right yeah um but like you want to make sure that that all makes sense and you already have a funnel that does and is steps through so you just get to rework that in a way that fits this conversation does that make sense perfect yeah it does Cool. And then if I can help with any of that once the presentation's done, you just let me know and we can work it out from there. Okay, great. But the other thing to be really careful with, and I just, I don't see that you're going to do this, but I just want to say it because it's important. Don't get wild either. And what I mean by wild is like, don't feel like you have to go rebuild five new programs either. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, I mean, if, if it's like a slight tweak to the visibility intensive, whatever, we're good with that, but don't feel like you have to almost like go build another business to fit this. It's just like making sure that the steps make sense to them. Right. So for me, it's like, I have, you know, a, a marketing intensive and a sales intensive. Well, like both roads still lead to the same place. They're just slightly tweaked based on what someone needs. It's not like I'm like going to go create something like totally off the cuff for a speaking event that's not really going to lead into what I want it to lead into. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's a good tip. Beautiful. Okay. So what else is going on? Okay. So, um, I kind of haven't been consistent with content lately. Okay. I know I need to get back on that. Um, I, I've been thinking a little while, like I kind of want to redo my promo posts which has kind of I mean I've been I've been slacking really I haven't been posting them because I'm like I kind of want to just redo them so I think I just have to redo it because in the past couple months I feel like I've evolved a bit so I just want to kind of get them to where I'm at make them sound a bit better um but then other than that I really just want to sell like I'm excited to sell so that's kind of where I'm at right now well I'll say two things one is I think you have to give yourself a little bit of permission there. I mean, listen, I want you to be consistent, but you just promoted and ran a, a challenge and then sold off of it. Yeah. 
So it's not like you haven't been showing up. I get what you're saying where you haven't been consistent in other places as much as you would like. But Mm -hmm. I think that this is the time in our business sometimes where we recognize that there are trade-offs, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like for sure get back into it. But I think this is like a different experience of like when you would like drop off the face of the earth and like not post anything for two months. You know what I'm saying? Like this was Mm -hmm. not that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like I saw you showing up every day and promoting that challenge. I saw you run the challenge. I saw you sell after the challenge. Like, did you maybe not post in other groups during that time? Probably. But like, I I think you have to give yourself a little more grace there. Although, you know, I'm like going to be hard on you about consistency, (laughs) but like, I don't know that that's a place where you lost consistency. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it does. What's, what's your take on that? Is it just because you weren't in other spaces as much? Or like, what do you mean by that? No, I think, like, I really think for a while there, um, kind of just stopped feeling good about my my content, like the, the weekly posts, like I've been wanting to like, you know, okay. So I have, I, I did the content planning party. I have everything planned out and it's kind of like, I think certain topics may be different now for me, like certain Mm -hmm. important topics. And, and I've still just been running with like what I've had instead of being like, okay, well, what should I post differently? So I think just getting aligned with the content again. Yeah. I think like my question is, what what makes you not just change it in the moment just like for perspective so we can work through it so if you're like oh I'm not feeling that excited about this like share with me what makes you go okay so I just won't won't write right now (laughs) um I've I've just been putting it off it's one of those things where it's like I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it tomorrow and then I just never do it like like recently Mm mm-hmm so it's just an excuse, like really, like, oh, I'm not feeling it today. I'll do it tomorrow. Well, I think it's like this, right? Sometimes it's like our brains feel so good when it has a thing, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, it's so easy sometimes. And I'm not saying you're wrong, but it still is easy <laughs> to be like, oh, you know what it is? It's that I really wasn't like feeling my promo posts. So I'll just redo those. <laughs> and I'm not saying you don't have to redo those, but do you see yeah. how our brains love that thing? Yeah. To like yeah. latch on to where it's like that was the problem. Mm-hmm. And the, I agree with you that if they're not feeling aligned, you should redo them. But I also think that there's like a deeper thing here because this is like an ongoing challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Is the is the content consistency? And so it's not like that's not a problem, but it's not the problem. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The problem is why do I keep putting it off? <laughs> Right? Like, and and if you can solve that, it's like mindset that we talk about, right? It's like when the problem is mindset and you're trying to solve everything else, shit's going to be real shaky. When we don't know what the problem is with content, we need to figure that out. But if we think it's just promo posts, we're probably wrong. Does that make sense? It does. So, so what kind of comes up for you there? Are you like, I kind of feel like I know what it is? Or are you like, I really have no idea? Like, what pops up when I say that? Um... I know what it is. <laughs> You're like, no, I fucking know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how do I want to say this? Um, so I am nine weeks pregnant. <gasps> well, of course you know what it is. Oh my god! Holy shit! It's 
Thank you. So for the last like definitely two and a half weeks, I've been sick 24 seven. Like it's, and so. Oh my the, God. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Are so, you so happy? Yeah. Thank but you. so sick. <laughs> um, and so sick. And so like the lack of energy and like, and, and I know I recently talked to you about this in base camp where I have been cleaning, um, you know, two or three days a week with my mom because my mom was an employee and I, you know, her income went down to like next to nothing when I, when I closed my business. And so I was like, I'll just clean with her and she can still make money because she doesn't drive. So she can't really, you know, mm. clean in these areas. And I just had to, I just had to stop. So this is my last week. I had to like have that conversation again. And this is like going back to happy magic where these conversations are so much easier for me where I was like, and she doesn't know I'm pregnant yet, but it's like, mom, I can't do this. Like I have to focus on my other business because I'm not putting in the time right now because if I clean in the morning, I have zero energy and like I'm in bed at seven. So it's definitely been, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll feel better tomorrow. And then I don't. And so, I mean, this is my last week. So my mornings are going to be focused on coaching from now on, which is going to be amazing. But I definitely know that's, that's what it's been. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. So here's something that I think is really uh, an edge for you is like not giving yourself a hard time when there's not a hard time to be had. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Like if you're really not doing content and you're just avoiding it like crazy, cool, let's dive in and look at it. If you're fucking pregnant <laughs> and sick <laughs> and tired and know exactly why you're not doing it, that's an entirely different conversation. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Do you think that it was just that you were like hesitant to share it or do you think that you have been giving yourself a hard time about that? I haven't. And and again, that goes back to all the mindset work where I'm like, I'm I'm happy with the decisions I'm making. And unfortunately, it's like, shoot, I'm not showing up how I was because I'm just I don't have the energy and I'm sick all the time. But um, I was hesitant, hesitant to share. Like, we haven't told anyone yet because I'm still, you know, it's still so early. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but sure. I've I've been able to make the changes now so that it's like, in the mornings when I'm feeling the best, like I'm going to be able to get stuff done. So, um, I haven't been hard on myself. It's just, you know, still feeling like I, I want to do it, but just not doing it. Totally. I think one thing that's so powerful here that I have seen such a transformation in you in is just being able to like identify the right problem, make the right changes. Mm-hmm. Right, where before it all felt like a really big problem and it felt like solving a hundred different ones, right? And it felt yeah. like I wouldn't even know what changes to make. Like, where do I even begin? Should I change everything? Right. <laughs> yeah. And like this is such a good example of you were just like, I can identify, like, I see the problem. It's that I'm not being as consistent as I want to be. I see the exact change I have to make. Like I have to be doing this stuff in the morning when I feel better. And like I see the exact way to solve that like this is business forever oh my god monica is pregnant i told you we had a big announcement of course so excited for her about uh getting the client but so huge that she's pregnant right and i think the the really important lesson here is that you get to make the changes that serve you as life changes right her energy level her experience her whole life is changing right now and so ultimately that she gets to make the changes that serve her as life changes instead of trying to 
stay rigid and strict about things she's decided in the past, she gets to reevaluate and really step into what serves her the most now. And that's not just because she's pregnant. For any life circumstances or changes you're having, you get to do the same. Don't get so rigid in that things have to be a certain way. If you keep being relentless about making your business serve you, it will evolve with you and it will grow and it will be sustainable. If you hold yourself to some standard around that, it's going to be so hard to evolve and have long-term sustainability as life changes. So hopefully that was a good illustration. So freaking excited for Monica. If you talk to her, if you're interacting in her group, whatever, please tell her uh, congratulations and you know, give her a big thank you for being willing to be that vulnerable on this podcast. Like I just think she's amazing and I'm so grateful that we got to experience this moment with her and for all the moments she shared with us. You're going to identify a problem. You're going to make the change that serves you and be able to move forward with it. So I think that this is like such a cool thing to see that evolution for yourself, which is like, it was so obvious to you what the issue was. And even though you had to do hard things and have hard conversations to solve it, it was like a no brainer at the same time. Right. Yeah. That is so good. And then I like, listen, I think you just have to give yourself grace in the process too. Like certainly if you're like really sick and really tired, like there are going to be some days where you don't want to post, but to that point, I think you also have to know that on the days where you're really sick and tired, the likelihood that you feel super pumped about your promo post is slim. <laughs> yeah. And you can just put it out anyway. Yeah, you're right. And I hate to say it so like blase like that, like whatever, you don't like it, put it out anyway. But like at the same time, like there's nothing actually wrong with it, right? Okay. Like you may want to update it and, it and want it to feel more like you now, but like it, it's not bad either. Like, so I'll... I'll use an example for me. Like I have an opt-in that I've probably had for three years at this point. Okay. Is it the best thing ever as far as like where my head is at right now? No. (laughs) Right. Is it like completely reflective of like who I am at this moment as a coach? No. Is it still fucking good? Absolutely. Okay. Right. Like I'm not changing that shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. And that's what you're going to get to the point of as, as your business evolves is where you can appreciate the old promo post or where you were or the old opt-in or whatever, without feeling like I have to make all of my business evolve with me as fast as I'm evolving. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. So if you're feeling like blah, mm-hmm. it's okay to feel blah and put out the old promo post. It's okay to feel blah and like put out an old piece of content, reshare a video, right? Yeah, you're right. And it doesn't mean you don't rewrite them or get excited, get more excited about more to come or create content that feels really good to you. It's just that it can be both. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Definitely. And when you can give yourself that permission, like for you to evolve, but not to have to take every piece of your business with you on that evolution, Mm -hmm. i.e. like every post you've ever written or everything you've ever created, Mm -hmm. you'll evolve so much faster. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. So in almost direct contradiction, no, I'm kidding, but what can feel like direct contradiction to my point of make the changes that serve you as things evolve, you can also take the old with you even as you evolve into the new. So that's a really important distinction I want to make where it can feel like a contradiction, but it's not. So you can evolve and change as you should, as life changes, as your thought process changes, as your business changes. 
but it also doesn't mean that you have to burn down everything either, right? Not every single thing in your business has to get updated perfectly as you evolve. There are some things I did a long time ago that are still beautiful and worthy and amazing and that I might think about slightly differently but that are just as good, right? And so this is really the process of building a business is figuring out how to take the old with us without wanting to redo everything all the time. And this is really what I'm calling Monica to lean into, which is that idea of like, you can evolve and you can use collateral you've built and neither are wrong. In fact, it's the foundation for building sustainability, right? Just like the foundation that we talked about before is, is letting yourself evolve. It's also not feeling like this requirement that every ounce of your business has to do that with you. So give yourself that permission. You can still use the old opt-in, right? You can still have the old content and nothing is wrong with that as you're creating new things too. Beautiful, okay, so is there any resistance to like, I'm just gonna see how I feel, I'll post every day, but like it doesn't always have to be newly created. Um, no, like I, I did really like the being organized and having it done every week. Like I, I wanna get back into that routine because I've been doing it for four months, you know, that felt really good, but I think, um having those inspirational posts every day, like if I, you know, being able to put those out and if they're not, they're just not, but I also have all my content that I've done. So it's like, instead of just not posting, just go and find something that I did and just post it. So just exactly. doing it. And not feeling like, oh, I have to like update it or perfect it or whatever. Right. Yeah. And there may be a week, I'm just making this up, I have not been pregnant, so I don't know, but like there may be a week where you're just like tired and out. Like you might just reuse a whole week of content that you've already created, right? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's the stuff that like, like I look back at like the Lacey that wrote content six months ago and I'm like, thank you, girl, because this week I am not feeling it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Like that. that's, that effort that you put in should be the gift that gives you keeps on giving later you know what I mean okay but it's still better to be in that consistency than feel like it has to dip off because that's when it's easy to like put the pressure on again you know what I mean yeah definitely so that's good so you I mean like the, that's basically collateral you've created in your business yeah. That and, four and, months of content. You don't want to like light the collateral on fire. You want to be like, I'm having a shitty week. Let me use it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And the other thing I like to think about too, is I feel like you have done such a massive evolution in the past three months. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is great. But like the content you wrote that three months ago is still going to speak to someone that needs to hear it. Okay. Right. So I love using content sometimes that I wrote three years ago because like I wouldn't be able to write to that person now. Yeah, that's a good point. And so it's still really useful in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, beautiful. So I think I've like hammered home. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> to use that. Shall I keep going? No, I'm kidding. But right, like same page, you get, you get to use it without feeling bad. Yes. Yeah. Cool, cool. Okay, so like next steps, what feels like it's on deck for you right now? What are you focused on? I mean, obviously the the speech is one thing, but um, what's kind of like on your mind? Obviously, being pregnant is probably like putting mm -hmm. a lot of things on your mind too. So just give me like a little rundown there. 
so I, I want to get through this presentation and then actually I, I want to start my next challenge. So I think what I'll do is I'll put something in my group to kind of see like top three areas, like what do they want and then have them okay. kind of vote on a vote on an area and I'll do my challenge based on, on that. So that's really the next thing after the presentation. But then I'm really excited. Like now that I feel really good and I'm in the momentum, I really just want to start getting more clients. Um, so you know, putting out the promo post, but then I also still, cause I noticed I never really talked about my one-on-one -on -one coaching. I had a girl reach out that I did a messaging call with. So she had seen the, one of my posts about, um, the scholarship, like the 50% off coaching mm -hmm. thing. And she reached out and she's like, Oh, can you tell me, you know, more about your offer? And I was like, like a light bulb went off where it was like, Oh wow. Like no one actually knows I do three month coaching unless they've looked at my website because I'm just not talking about it. So I want to talk about it more. Totally. I think like there's something, there's like a really fine line here and, and it's like this, right? Where I think people get themselves tripped up is that in talking about their, their program or their coaching offer or whatever, they're almost like trying to get someone sold on that. Okay. Which, duh. <laughs> That, that sounds obvious. But my point is, my my take on sales is just sell them on the next step. So the next step is get on the phone with you. So that's what mm -hmm. we're selling them on. But mm -hmm. you can educate them on your program. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. So don't feel like you have to go out and like write a post that makes them sold on your three-month program just from that post because that feels like a lot of pressure. <laughs> okay. Write a post that gets them so excited about that three-month program and sells them on getting on a call with you. Yeah. It's such a small distinction, but for me, that makes it so much easier because I'm not trying to jump three steps ahead, right? Yeah. I'm like, I can tell you all about how amazing this is, but I only have to sell you on the next step, which is to just talk to me, right? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So don't feel like... um the pressure to like almost like sell the three month program in the, in that way, but like definitely talk about it more. And especially like having clients in that now, right. Start just talking about like my three month clients, my clients in my long-term program, like, like what the more you can have that conversation, the more people start knowing you as the coach who has clients in a three month program. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. So I say that like every chance I get, basically, like my clients do this, my clients think this, I talk to my clients about this. Like I really position myself as like someone who has one-on-one -on -one clients. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I love that because yeah, like you're sharing, you know, the milestones or things like that, but it's just talking about it too. So um, I love that. And I just want to start doing that more. Exactly. And you know, like how cool to be at a place in your business where you're like, I have clients and I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> Definitely. One piece of advice I gave Monica here that I really want to make a point around because I think it will be very helpful for many of you listening is to really just talk about having clients all the time. Like you are genuinely always selling and reminding people that you do have clients, that you do take clients, right? So even in those little moments in your post when you can say, I tell my clients this, or I said this to a client yesterday, or I helped a client with this this week, that can seem so minute. 
And yet it's so important because you're constantly reminding people that they can also hire you, that they can also be one of your clients, that you are someone who has clients, that you are someone who can help them with certain things, right? And so I think that sometimes we get in this space where it feels like we're either writing sales posts or we're sharing content, like value-based content. And I want it to feel more fluid than that. Certainly there is a place for each, but even in your value-based content, the more you can add in those reinforcements of like, I am someone who has clients, I'm someone who takes clients, I'm someone who helps clients with this, the more you're gonna see people reaching out about the possibility of being a client simply because they're thinking about it more, they're reminded of it more, they're seeing it more. And this is marketing, right? Is reminding people as often as possible that they can hire you. And it does not always have to look like a sales post. It can be as simple as always talking about clients and having clients. And so I hope that is a useful tip you can put into your content and into practice this week. So good. Okay, so challenge, you're gonna survey your group. What are you thinking of? Um, so I know I had talked to you in Basecamp about like, and we might've talked about this the last, the last call, but like, you know, the top five, um, you know, mistakes I made, like somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. in, in exactly. a way like that. So I was thinking about that. I know a lot of, um, the people in my group have been talking about like copy and, and structuring that, like their, you know, their posts in a better way. So I don't know if that's something that they might want to work on. Um, what was the other thing? Yeah. And then imposter syndrome. Those are the things that keep coming up in my group. So I think that like, apparently we're on a, we're on, we have a theme today, which is it's all a fine line. Um, but here, here's what I will say about that. I think that there's like a, a fine line between like, what is your group talking about and where do you want to help them to point their attention so they get better mm. results? Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I'm just going to make something up. I have no idea. But like, if, you know, my group was all talking about like, whatever, I don't know, um, some five-step system that apparently got you like, whatever, five results in five minutes, I would be like, no, like, look over here and let's talk about this. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I do. Because like, that that may or may not actually help them. Does that make sense? I mean, that was sort of like a broad example, but you know what I mean? Where like sometimes you do want to pay attention to like what your audience is asking for and be responsive to that. But mm -hmm. then you have to check that against like, but do I believe this is going to help them? And what do I think is the next best thing that's really going to serve them? Yeah. So it's almost like a Venn diagram overlap of like, what are they interested in? But then like, what do I actually want to serve them around? And what do I believe will make a difference? Right? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, so for me, sales scripts might be on one side of the Venn diagram of like shit my audience might want. Okay. But like, I just totally don't believe in that. I don't think it serves them at all. So it's never something I would talk about. Right? Yeah. And certainly we're not in that facet. Like, of course you think copy and imposter syndrome serves them, but it's like, for you, it's almost like bringing your expertise to the table as much as you're taking their interest and feedback. Does that make sense? It does. So you could even ask yourself like of imposter syndrome content and like the thing that we had kind of created about like sharing with them all of your like, you know, kind of mistakes and challenges and what they can learn from, like, what do you feel like most excited about teaching them and telling them and like educating them on too? 
Well, I think like just because quite a few of the group members I've done calls with and it's and and it goes back to that objection of like not yet, not ready to invest mm-hmm. where there's, you know, the fear and and I think it does come back to like the five things that I've, you know, the mistakes I've made but what I've realized and that could also be a, you know, a day on imposter syndrome, a day on, yeah. you know, not trusting myself, like things like that where it's yep. like valuable lessons. That's perfect, right? So see how cool that is where like you're listening to them, but you're kind of like giving them not just what they're asking for, but what you believe is going to serve them the most, right? Yeah. And when we can do that, like, I don't know if this is going to come out how I want it to, but when, when we can get to that point where we're like, let me help you focus your attention or like, let me feel like I can say, Hey guys, pay attention. And I'll talk about it until you pay attention. Yeah. Or maybe until the right people pay attention is a good way to say that. Yeah. We feel so much more powerful. Mm -hmm. And our group sees us as such an expert, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. And I'm just thinking about like, this has been such a good reminder because I've, I, you know, I'm so focused on like, hey guys, what do you want? Like, what can I make the next training on? And and their, you know, their opinion's important, but then, yeah, it's like, okay, what actually is that real problem or what, what is that story or that lesson that they need? And it might not be what they're saying, but you know, what's under there. Exactly. And when you're the person that can speak to that, that's when you g- create the momentum and get the attention long-term, right? Okay. When you're the person that's just always responsive to them, they they may like that in the moment, but it's harder to keep the attention long term. Does that make sense? It does. So you really, this is just like such a cool opportunity to be like, I hear you, I see you, and this is what will help you. Yeah. Versus like, I hear you, I see you, and so I'll do that. Like, it's it's just that like extra step of like, because I know what I'm fucking talking about, because I've built multiple businesses, because I can, I've been where you've been, and I can see what you can't see, right? Yeah. Um. So one thing I was with this one, like on this subject, I was kind of thinking to myself, like, what if I did it on my personal page just to reach more people? Do you, th- what do you think about that idea? I'm, I'm a pretty hard no to that for a couple of reasons. Um, okay. One is like, what you want to start doing, this is a, a kind of a good way to think about it. What you want to start doing is like not only like helping people pay attention to what you think they should pay attention to, but in the place that you think they should pay attention to it in. Okay. So if you want them to engage in your group, but then you do it somewhere else, mm-hmm. you're going to lose that. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Um. So it's like what we're trying to do, and obviously this takes time, but we're trying to teach people like, I'm an expert and here's where you get my expertise. Yeah. Right. And obviously like there, that can feel frustrating sometimes because you're like, yeah, but it would be kind of like, you know, easier if I did it Mm -hmm. here. But like long-term, the payoff is so much more being like, if you want to talk to Monica, get in her group. If you want my advice, get in my group. If you want my expertise, get in my group. By the way, my expertise is really amazing and useful. And here's what we're doing the next challenge on, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Where people can get conf- or get their audience confused a lot is if they don't have like one consistent place that they're sending everyone, and then it's almost like people have to work to figure out where to connect with you. Okay. Does that make sense? So it's like they're like, oh wait, no, now this one I got to go find her here. Versus like, if you want Monica, you're always in her group. Yeah, 
No, that's, I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah, that it definitely makes sense. I was just like, oh, I want to reach more people, but you're right. Like the end goal is to get them in my group because that's where I want to hang out. I don't want to have to hang out, you know, all over the place. And then, like you said, confuse people. So that's perfect. Totally. So the, the goal for this challenge, like can still be to reach more people. You're just going to like, go talk about it even more. You're going to go put out, um, a really great posts that tell people why this challenge is going to be like such an important challenge. You're going to be the biggest and loudest advocate for why like they have to get this information, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so useful too for it not to just be something they're asking for, but something that you're also like 1000% excited about and on board with because that's what makes it easy to go like shout it from the rooftops. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like if you do um, the five mistakes or whatever, like how easy to go be like, seriously, like I learned this all the hard way so that you can learn it the easy way. You have to come join me. This is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm excited. And then it, every time you do it, it does bring in more people, right? And you can certainly share about the challenge on your personal page, but they still have to get in your group to access it, right? Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Beautiful. Cool. Anything else? Any other last minute questions popping up? Do you kind of feel good about next steps moving forward? Anything sort of like popping up or weighing on your mind? No, it's all good. Um, it all feels very good. Definitely happy. So I'm in week eight of happy magic. I love those daily prompts. I'm kind of like, what am I going to do when it's done? I might have to start it again. Um, that's always what I do. I just like start it over. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, staying on top of the mindset work and then adding this and, and now knowing that like my schedule's clear and open. So I'm, I'm really excited to get this presentation done and then focus on the challenge. Totally. And, and give yourself permission to like go with how you feel. Like, I think that something you've learned so much in this process is that like feeling good and going with how you feel is super useful. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the same is true for when you're, you're pregnant too. Like not that you aren't going to have to like overcome some of the, you know, the tiredness and sickness there. But if you're feeling like I just can't write content this week, don't make it wrong. Don't make it about the content. Just let yourself go with that too. Because what you've learned is that that is such a difference maker for you. So don't make it not apply here. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. You're right. So we already touched on this earlier, but I want to revisit it one more time, which is permission to still find what feels good for you as life evolves. That was the theme of this whole episode, right? You'll evolve, your circumstances will change, your business will evolve, but the constant is you getting permission to do what feels good. That might look different in different circumstances, but that permission to do what feels good to you is the never changing piece, right? And so again, like, Permission to write new content as you have new thoughts. Permission to rework your schedule as you have different needs in life. Permission to take on more clients or less clients. Any of those things, right? But what you have to keep paying attention to is on a macro scale, what actually feels good to you. So what I mean by on a macro scale, certainly, you know, when Monica is um, feeling really tired one day, micro, it might not feel good to take a client that day, but of course macro. It does, right? And so what I mean by that is permission to refine and redefine things in your life and business so that they feel good as life changes. And the reason I'm just harping on that and saying it so much 
is because the way to keep your business long-term is to be happy in it long-term. The reason most of us left corporate jobs and nine to fives and all of that is because we knew we were not going to be happy there long-term. We knew we were not going to be feeling the success and fulfillment and the impact we desired there long-term, right? And so if you put yourself in a position in your business where you stop giving yourself the permission for it to feel good and fulfilling and all the things, you won't wanna be in it for long either. So it seems like a very indulgent thing, but it is the most smart and strategic thing you can possibly do for your business, right? Which is to keep giving yourself permission to change and evolve to what feels good because that is true sustainability and it's what will keep you in it for 20 years instead of two years. It's what will make you happy long-term instead of in short-term moments when you hit the big sale or get the client, right? So hopefully that theme came away from this episode, which is, again, permission to find what feels good as life and business evolve. And if you do that, you are being insanely strategic. You are not being self-indulgent because again, that is the path to burnout. And that's why most of us left that space in that corporate world and that nine to five and that hustle. Hustle, don't put yourself first game, right? And it's why we came to this space. It's why we became entrepreneurs. And so you have to keep that at the forefront if you want to stay in this game long-term. So hope this episode was very, very inspiring for you. I hope that you again congratulate Monica and tell her how much we appreciate her vulnerability, how excited we are um, to see her progress. And thank you guys so much for listening. I so appreciate you and I hope this episode served you. Like you have to feel just as good. You have to take care of yourself just as well, if not better. Um, And so like full permission to do that. And like, full permission to keep me posted on that. Like, Hey, this is feeling like too much, or I actually have a ton of energy back and I want to hit the gas even more. Or like, I actually really need, you know, to lessen what I'm doing and have a little more downtime, like whatever it is, like be adaptable and responsive to yourself and your needs during this time. Don't like now tap out of doing that. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I am so excited for you. Congratulations again. And thank you so much for sharing that with me. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Awesome. All right. So here, if you need anything, keep checking in with me in Basecamp. Let me know when you work on that speaking funnel and we'll go for it. Kate sounds good. Beautiful. All right, my dear. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Literally. I am so grateful to you for being part of our journey. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you for listening. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully confident.